In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and on the third day rose again from the dead, ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, so we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now in the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now in the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now in the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, and lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. First Glorious Mystery, The Resurrection The blessed soul of Jesus, in dazzling splendor, between two warrior angels and surrounded by a multitude of resplendent figures, came floating down through the rocky roof of the tomb upon the sacred body. It seemed to incline over it and melt, as it were, into one with it. I saw the sacred limbs moving beneath the swathing bands and the dazzling living body of the Lord, with his soul and his divinity coming forth from the side of the winding sheet, as if from the wounded side. The sight reminded me of Eve coming forth from Adam's side. The whole place was resplendent with light and glory. And now I had another vision. I saw the apparition of a dragon with a human head coiling itself up out of the abyss, as if right under the tomb upon which the Lord had been lying. It latched its serpent-like tail and turned its head angrily toward the Lord. The risen Redeemer held in his hand a delicate white staff on whose top floated a little standard. He placed one foot upon the dragon's head and struck three blows of the staff upon its tail. At each stroke, the monster seemed to contract, and at last sank into the earth. First the body, then the head, the human face still turned upward. Now I saw the Lord floating in glory up through the rock. The earth trembled, and an angel in warrior garb shot like lightning from heaven down to the tomb, rolled the stone to one side, and seated himself upon it. The trembling of the earth was so great that the lantern swung from side to side, and the flames flashed around. The guards fell stunned to the ground, and lay there stiff and contorted, as if dead. The holy women, when the Lord arose from the dead, were near the little gate belonging to Nicodemus. They knew nothing of the prodigies that were taking place. They did not know even of the guard at the sepulchre. 
for they had remained shut up in their house the whole of the preceding day, the Sabbath. They anxiously inquired of one another, Who will roll away for us the stone from the doors? When, as they approached, the holy women noticed the lanterns of the guard and the soldiers lying around, they became frightened, and went a short distance past the garden toward Golgotha. Magdalen, however, forgetful of danger, hurried into the garden. Salome followed her at some distance, and the other two waited outside. Magdalene, seeing the guard, stepped back at first a few steps toward Salome, then both made their way together through the soldiers lying around and into the sepulchre. They found the stone rolled away, but the doors closed. Magdalene anxiously opened one of them, peered in at the tomb, and saw the linens lying empty and apart. The whole place was resplendent with light, and an angel was sitting at the right of the tomb. When with beating heart the women entered the sepulchre and drew near the holy tomb, they beheld standing before them the two angels of the tomb in priestly robes, white and shining. The women pressed close to one another in terror and, covering their faces with their hands, bowed tremblingly almost to the ground. One of the angels addressed them. They must not fear, he said, nor must they look for the crucified here. He was alive. He had risen. He was no longer among the dead. Then the angel pointed out to them the empty tomb and ordered them to tell the disciples what they had seen and heard and that Jesus would go before them into Galilee. They should, continued the angel, remember what the Lord had said to them in Galilee, namely, The Son of Man will be delivered into the hands of sinners. He will be crucified, and on the third day he will rise again. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, and lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. The second glorious mystery, the Assumption. On the night before his wonderful ascension, I saw Jesus in the inner hall of the house of the Last Supper with the Blessed Virgin and the Eleven. The disciples and the holy women were praying in the side halls. In the supper room, the communion table was standing under the lighted lamp, and on it the paschal bread and chalice. The apostles were in their robes of ceremony. The Blessed Virgin was opposite Jesus, who, as on Monday Thursday, was consecrating bread and wine. I saw the Blessed Sacrament entering the mouths of the Apostles in the form of a luminous body, and Jesus' words at the consecration of the wine flowing into the chalice like a streak of red light. Toward morning, matins were solemnly recited as usual under the lamp. Jesus again imparted to Peter jurisdiction over the others, again laid upon him the mantle which I have spoken, and repeated what he had said in the mountain by the Sea of Tiberias. Before leaving the house, Jesus presented the Blessed Virgin to the Apostles and Disciples as their mother, their mediatrix, and their advocate, and she bestowed upon Peter and all the rest her blessing, which they received bowing very low. At that moment I beheld Mary raised upon a throne, a sky-blue mantle around her, a crown upon her head. This was symbolical of her dignity as Queen of Mercy. I saw that Jesus went with them over all the paths trodden by him during his passion, in order to inspire them by his teachings and admonitions with a lively appreciation of the fulfillment of the promise. In every place in which some scene of his passion had been enacted, he paused a moment to instruct them upon the symbolical relation of the place to the same. On the way to the Mount of Olives, Jesus paused a while with the crowd in an exceedingly cool and lovely spot covered with beautiful long grass. The multitude that here surrounded Jesus was so great that I could no longer count them. Jesus spoke to them a very long time, like one who was about closing his discourse and coming to a conclusion. His hearers divined that the hour of parting was near, and yet they had no idea the time still intervening was to be so short. The sun was already high, was already far above the horizon. Jesus and his followers tarried here fully an hour, by this time the people in Jerusalem were all on the alert, amazed at the crowds of people they descried around Mount Olivet. Out of the city, too, crowds were pouring in bands. They consisted of all that had gone out to meet Jesus on Palm Sunday. The narrow roads were soon thronged, though around Jesus and his own the space was left free. The Lord went only to Gethsemane and from the Garden of Olives up to the summit of the mount. He did not set foot upon the path on which he had been arrested. The crowd followed as in a procession, ascending by the different paths that encircled the mount. Many even pressed through the fences and garden hedges. Jesus at each instant shone more brightly, and his motions became more rapid. The disciples hastened after him, but it was impossible to overtake him. When he reached the top of the mountain, he was resplendent as a beam of white sunlight, 
a shining circle, glancing in all the colors of the rainbow, fell from heaven around him. The pressing crowd stood in a wide circle outside, as if blending with it. Jesus himself shone still more brightly than the glory about him. He laid the left hand on his breast, and raising the right, turned slowly around, blessing the whole world. The crowd stood motionless. I saw all receive the benediction. Jesus did not impart it with the flat open hand, like the rabbis, but like the Christian bishops. With great joy I felt his blessing of the whole world. And now the rays of light from above united with the glory emanating from Jesus, and I saw him disappearing, dissolving as it were in the light from heaven, vanishing as he rose. I lost sight of his head first. It appears as if one sun was lost in another, as if one flame entered another, as if a spark floated into a flame. It was as if one were gazing into the full midday splendors of the sun, though this light was whiter and clearer. Full day, compared with this, would be dark. First I lost sight of Jesus' head, then his whole person, and lastly his feet, radiant with light, disappeared in the celestial glory. I saw innumerable souls from all sides going to that light and vanishing on high with the Lord. I cannot say that I saw him becoming apparently smaller and smaller, like something flying up in the air, for he disappeared, as it were, in a cloud of light. After some moments, when the splendor began to diminish, the whole assembly, in deep silence, their souls swayed by varying emotions, gazed fixedly up the brightness, which continued visible for a long time. I saw two figures appear in this light. They looked small at first, but seemed to grow larger and larger as they descended. They were clothed in long white garments, and each held a staff in hand. They looked like prophets. They addressed the multitude, their voices like trumpets resounding loud and clear. It seemed to me that they could surely be heard in Jerusalem. They made no motion, stood perfectly still, and said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye looking up to heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, shall so come as you have seen him going into heaven. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, and lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. Third Glorious Mystery Descent of the Holy Spirit The whole interior of the Last Supper Room was, on the eve of the feast, ornamented with green bushes in whose branches were placed vases of flowers. Garlands of green were looped from side to side. The screens that cut off the side halls and the vestibule were removed. Only the gate of the outer court was closed. Peter, in his Episcopal robe, stood at a table covered with red and white under the lamp in front of the curtained Holy of Holies. On the table lay rolls of writing. Opposite him in the doorway, leading from the entrance hall, stood the Blessed Virgin, her face veiled, and behind her in the entrance hall stood the Holy Women. The Apostle stood in two rows and turned toward Peter along either side of the hall, and from the side halls the disciples ranged behind the Apostles took part in the hymns and prayers. When Peter broke and distributed the bread that he had previously blessed, first to the Blessed Virgin, then to the Apostles and disciples who stepped forward to receive it, they kissed his hand, the Blessed Virgin included. Besides the Holy Women, there were in the house of the Last Supper and its dependencies 120 of Jesus' followers. After midnight, there arose a wonderful movement in all nature. It communicated itself to all present as they stood in deep recollection, their arms crossed on their breast, near the pillars of the supper room, and in the side halls, silently praying. Stillness pervaded the house, and silence reigned throughout the whole enclosure. Toward morning I saw above the Mount of Olives a glittering white cloud of light coming down from heaven and drawing near to the house. In the distance it appeared to me like a round ball, borne along on a soft, warm breeze. But coming nearer, it looked larger and floated over the city like a luminous mass of fog until it stood above Sion and the house of the Last Supper. It seemed to contract and to shine with constantly increasing brightness, until at last, with a rushing, roaring noise as of wind, it sank like a thundercloud floating low in the atmosphere. I saw many Jews who espied the cloud hurrying in terror to the temple. I myself experienced a childlike anxiety as to where I should hide if the stroke were to follow, for the whole thing was like a storm that had suddenly gathered, that instead of rising from the earth came down from heaven, that was light instead of dark, that instead of thundering came down with a rushing wind. I felt that rushing emotion. It was like a warm breeze, full of power to refresh and invigorate. The luminous cloud descended low over the house, and with the increasing sound the light became brighter. I saw the house and its surroundings more clearly, while the apostles, the disciples, 
and the women became more and more silent, more deeply recollected. Afterward, there shot from the rushing cloud streams of white light down upon the house and its surroundings. The streams intersected one another in seven full rays, and below each intersection resolved to find threads of light and fiery drops. The point at which the seven streams intersected was surrounded by a rainbow light which floated a luminous figure with outstretched wings, or rays of light that looked like wings, attached to the shoulders. That same instant the whole house and its surroundings were penetrated through and through with light. The five-branch lamp no longer shone. The assembled faithful were ravished in ecstasy. Each involuntarily threw back his head and raised his eyes eagerly on high, while into the mouth of everyone there flowed a stream of light like a burning tongue of fire. It looked as if they were breathing, as if they were eagerly drinking in the fire, and as if their ardent desire flamed forth from their mouth to meet the entering flame. The sacred fire was poured forth also upon the disciples and the women present in the antechamber, and thus the resplendent cloud gradually dissolved as if in a rain of light. The flames descended on each in different colors and in different degrees of intensity. After that effusion of heavenly light, a joyous courage pervaded the assembly. All were full of emotion, and as if intoxicated with joy and confidence. They gathered around the Blessed Virgin who was, I saw, the only one perfectly calm, the only one that retained a quiet, holy self-possession. The apostles embraced one another, and, urged by joyous confidence, exclaimed, What were we? What are we now? The holy women too embraced. The disciples in the side halls were similarly affected, and the apostles hastened out to them. A new life full of joy, of confidence, and of courage had been infused into all. Their joy found vent in thanksgiving. They arranged for prayer, gave thanks, and praised God with great emotion. Before departing for the pole of Bethesda to consecrate the water and administer baptism, they received on their knees the benediction of the Blessed Virgin. The apostles and disciples went in solemn procession, two by two, from the house of the Last Supper to the pool. Some of the disciples carried a leathern bottle of holy water and an aspergus. The five apostles, upon whom Peter had imposed hands separated, each taking one of the five entrances to the pool, and addressed the people with great enthusiasm. Peter stepped upon the teacher's chair that had been prepared for him in the third circle of the pool, counting from the outside one. This terrace was the broadest. The hearers filled all the terraces of the pool. When the apostles spoke, the multitude hearkened in amazement, for everyone listened to what sounded to him his own language. It was owing to this astonishment of the people that Peter lifted up his voice, as is recorded in the Acts of the Apostles. The preparations for baptism and the baptism itself occupied the whole day. The neophytes approached Peter's chair in bands and by turns, the other apostles preaching and baptizing at the entrances. The Blessed Virgin and the Holy Women were busy in the synagogue near the pool, distributing the white garments to the neophytes. The sleeves of these garments were bound over the hands with black bands, which were taken off after baptism and laid together in a pile the neophytes leaned upon a railing. The water was scooped up in a basin, and then with the hand poured three times over the head. It flowed again through a channel in the pool below. One basin held enough water for about ten couples. Every two baptized gave place to two neophytes, upon whom they laid their hands as sponsors. Those baptized here today were they that had received John's baptism only. The holy women too were baptized. The people added to the community today amounted to three thousand. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. Fourth Glorious Mystery The Ascension of Mary And now the altar with its covers, one red, the other white, was placed in front of the crucifix of the Blessed Virgin's own oratory. Peter here celebrated the Holy Mass with the same ceremonies as I had seen him first observe it in the church at the Pool of Bethesda. Tapers, not lamps, were burning on the altar. Mary was in a sitting posture on her couch during the whole celebration. Peter was vested in a large mantle on the pallium, whose colors glanced from white to red. These he wore over the white robe. The four apostles assisting him were also vested in festal mantles. After the communion, Peter gave the blessed sacrament to all present. During this holy mass, Philip arrived from Egypt. Weeping bitterly, he received the benediction of the Blessed Virgin, and after the others the blessed sacrament. Peter bore the blessed sacrament to Mary and the cross hanging on his breast, and John carried on a shallow dish the chalice containing the most sacred blood. This chalice was white, small as if for pouring, and of the same shape as that used at the Last Supper. Its stem was so short that it could be held with two fingers only. 
Thaddeus now brought forward a little incense basin. Peter first gave the Blessed Virgin the last anointing, just as that sacrament is administered at the present day. Next he administered Holy Communion, which she received sitting up without support. Then she sank back again on her pillow, and after the apostles had offered a short prayer, she received the chalice from John, but not now in so upright a posture. After communion, Mary spoke no more. Her countenance, blooming and smiling as in youth, was raised above. I no longer saw the roof of her chamber, and the lamp appeared to be suspended in the open air. A pathway of light arose from Mary up to the heavenly Jerusalem, up to the throne of the Most Holy Trinity. On either side of this pathway I saw clouds of light, out of which gazed angelic faces. Mary raised her arms to the heavenly Jerusalem. Her body, with all its wrappings, was floating so high above the couch that I could see under it. A figure of light, also with upraised arms, appeared to issue from Mary. The two choirs of angels united under this figure and soared up with it, as if separating it from the body, which now sank back upon the couch, the hands crossed upon the breast. Many holy souls, among whom I recognized Joseph, Anne, Joachim, John the Baptist, Zachary, and Elizabeth, came to meet her. Up she soared, followed by them to her son, whose wounds were flashing light far more brilliant than that which surrounded him. He received her and placed in her hand a scepter, pointing at the same time over the whole circumference of the earth. At last I saw, and the sight filled me with joy, a multitude of souls released from purgatory and soaring up to heaven, and I received the surety that every year, on the feast of Mary's Assumption, many of her devout clients are freed from purgatory. The hour of Mary's death was made known to me as the time Jesus has died on the cross. Peter and John likewise must have seen the glory of Mary's blessed soul, for their faces were turned upward, but the other apostles were kneeling bowed to the ground. The body of the Blessed Virgin lay radiant with light upon the couch, the eyes closed, hands crossed upon the breast, all present knelt, adoring God. At last the women covered the blessed remains with a sheet, put all the furniture of the house aside and covered it, even covering the fireplace. Then they veiled themselves and prayed together in a space in the front of the house, sometimes kneeling, sometimes sitting. While the women were preparing the holy body for burial, the apostles prayed, choir and choir, sometimes in the front apartment, sometimes outside the house. The women went about their task most devoutly and reverently, just as had been done when preparing the most sacred body of Jesus for burial body of the Blessed Virgin was lifted in the linen of the deathbed and laid in a long basket, which had a lid and which was filled with covers, so that when lying on them it rose above the edge. The body was of dry, indescribable whiteness, as if shining with light, and of so little weight that like a mere husk it could be raised quite easily on the hands. The face was fresh and blooming. When it was time to bear the coffin to the grotto, a half-hour distant, Peter and John raised it from the litter and carried it in their hands to the door of the house outside of which was again laid on the litter, which Peter and John then raised upon their shoulders. Six of the apostles thus carried it in turn. The coffin hung between the bearers as in a cradle, for the poles of the litter were run through leathern straps, or matting. Some of the apostles walked before the coffin praying, and after it came the women. Lamps or lanterns on poles were carried. Before reaching the grotto, the litter was set down. Four of the apostles bore the coffin in and placed it in the hollow of the tomb. All went, one by one, into the grotto where they knelt in a prayer before the holy body, honoring it and taking leave of it. Then the tomb was shut in by a wicker screen that extended from the front edge of the tomb to the top of the vaulted wall above. 
Before the entrance of the grotto they made a trench, which they planted so thickly with blooming flowers and bushes, covered with berries, that one could gain access to it only from the side, and that only by making his way through the underwood. On the night following the burial took place the bodily assumption of the Blessed Virgin into heaven. I saw on this night several of the apostles and holy women in the little garden, praying and singing psalms before the grotto. I saw a broad pathway of light descend from heaven and rest upon the tomb, and that were circles of glory full of angels, in the midst of whom the resplendent soul of the Blessed Virgin came floating down. Before her went her defined son, the marks of his wounds flashing with light. In her most circle, that which surrounded the holy soul of Mary, the angels appeared like the faces of very young children. In the second circle, they were like those of children from six to eight years old, and in the outermost, like the faces of youths. I could clearly distinguish only the face, the rest of the figure consisting of perfectly transparent light. Encircling the head of the Blessed Virgin, like a crown, was a choir of blessed spirits. I know not what those present saw of all this, but I saw that some gazed up in amazement and adoration, while others cast themselves prostrate in fright upon the earth. These apparitions, becoming more and more distinct as they approached nearer, floated over the grotto, and another pathway of light issued from it and arose to the heavenly Jerusalem. The blessed soul of Mary, floating before Jesus, penetrated through the rock and into the tomb, out of which she again arose radiant with light in her glorified body, and, escorted by the entire multitude of celestial spirits, returned in triumph to the heavenly Jerusalem. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, and lead all souls to heaven, especially those most in need of thy mercy. The fifth glorious mystery, the crowning of Mary as Queen of Heaven and Earth, as envisioned by Venerable Mary of Agreda, as recorded in the mystical city of God. After placing the most blessed Mary on this exalted and supereminent throne, the Lord declared to the courtiers of heaven all the privileges she should enjoy in virtue of this participation in his majesty. The person of the Eternal Father, as the first principle of all things, speaking to the angels and saints, said to them, Our daughter Mary was chosen according to our pleasure from amongst all creatures, the first one to delight us, and who never fell from the title and position of a true daughter, such as we had given her in our divine mind. She has a claim on our dominion, which we shall recognize by crowning her as a legitimate, legitimate and peerless lady and sovereign. The incarnate word said, To my true and natural mother belong all the creatures which were created and redeemed by me, and of all things over which I am king, she too shall be the legitimate and supreme queen. The Holy Ghost said, Since she is called my beloved and chosen spouse, she deserves to be crowned as queen for all eternity. Having thus spoken, the three divine persons placed upon the head of the most blessed Mary a crown of such new splendor and value that the like has been seen neither before nor after by any mere creature. At the same time a voice sounded from the throne, saying, My beloved, chosen among the creatures, our kingdom is thine. Thou shalt be the lady and the sovereign of the seraphim, of all the ministering spirits, the angels, and of the entire universe of creatures. Attend, proceed, and govern prosperously over them, for in our supreme consistory we give thee power, majesty, and sovereignty. Being filled with grace beyond all the rest, thou hast humiliated thyself in thine own estimation to the lowest place. Receive now the supreme dignity deserved by thee, and, as a participation in our divinity, the dominion over all the creatures of our omnipotence. From thy royal throne to the center of the earth thou shalt reign, and by the power we now give thee thou shalt subject hell with all its demons and inhabitants. Let all of them fear thee as the supreme empress and mistress of those caverns and dwelling places of our enemies. In thy hands and at thy pleasure we place the influences and forces of the heavens, the moisture of the clouds, the growths of the earth, and of all of them do thou distribute according to thy will, and our own will shall be at thy disposal for the execution of thy wishes. Thou shalt be the empress and mistress of the militant church, its protectress, its advocate, its mother and teacher. Thou shalt be the special patroness of the Catholic countries, and whenever they, or the faithful, or any of the children of Adam call upon thee from their heart, serve or oblige thee, Thou shalt relieve and help them in their labors and necessities. Thou shalt be the friend, the defender, and the chieftainess of all the just and of our friends. All of them thou shalt comfort, console, and fill with blessings according to their devotion to thee. In view of all this, we make thee the depository of our riches, the treasurer of our goods. We place into thy hands the helps and blessings of our grace for distribution. 
Nothing do we wish to be given to the world which does not pass through thy hands, and nothing do we deny which thou wishest to concede to men. Grace shall be diffused in thy lips for obtaining all that thou wishest and ordainest in heaven and on earth, and everywhere shall angels and men obey thee, because whatever is ours shall be thine, just as thou hast always been ours, and thou shalt reign with us forever. In the execution of this decree and privilege, conceded to the mistress of the world, the Almighty commanded all the courtiers of heaven, angels and men, to show her obedience and recognize her as their queen and lady. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and unto the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, and lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, most gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy toward us, and after this our exile. Show us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, pray for us, O holy Mother of God, 
that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. O God, whose only begotten Son, by his life, death, and resurrection, has purchased for us the rewards of eternal life, grant we beseech thee that by meditating upon these mysteries of the most holy rosary of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we may imitate what they contain and obtain what they promise. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. May the divine assistance remain always with us. May the souls of the faithful departed, the mercy of God, rest in peace. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the heavenly hosts, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen.